Our future is completely tied to our salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, right now, right now, currently, you know, the body of Christ, the leaders of the church all around the world are crying out for the people of God to pray. And um, it's like almost a second wave that's coming through the leadership of Christians around the world right now is not only a cry for God's people to call on God and be in prayer, but for God's people to worship, for God's people to worship God in the midst of what seems like, you know, some really scary stuff flying all around the world right now. There is a cry from the Holy Spirit through the people of God to pray and to worship the Lord and worship him only. Uh, I once heard a message. It was, it was old brother Crabtree. And uh, he preached this message that like when everything is coming undone around us in our lives, when everything is going wrong, when everything seems against us, praise him. Praise him and worship him. There's nothing left to do but worship him in those moments and in those seasons of our lives. And I just feel like that is such a spirit-anointed message to our lives. Just a few thoughts on, on worship before we gather around the Lord's table this morning. Uh, let me read this scripture to you. Turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 4 this morning if you have one. What exactly does worship mean? And as we read this scripture, Jesus is going to tell you in this one and only place in Scripture. Um, of course, there's many, many Scriptures that speak of worship. But here Jesus is speaking about worship and the posture of worship. And he's doing that in the midst of horrendous temptation. The enemy, Satan, has come against Jesus to tempt him. In Matthew chapter 4, let's just tune in here to this for a moment. And I want you to just tune in to verse 10 as we read it, because Jesus is really going to bring into perspective our lives of worship in relationship with him and in relationship with each other in community. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights... Afterward, he was hungry. And now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become bread. But he answered, Jesus answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Okay, that's what we live by according to the Lord Jesus Christ. Last week we were talking about how we have spiritual understanding and wisdom by every word that comes from the Lord, by every word that comes from God. Verse 5, then the devil took him up into the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you and in their hands they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against the stone. And Jesus said to him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. 
Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. And then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan. Some of you need that word this morning, okay? Away with you, Satan. Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. And then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. So what what does worship really mean? The Bible uses several words to describe worship, but the two key terms mean to bow down. We just read it in verse 10. To bow down and to serve. And to serve. This is Jesus' description. They appear in the same verse on only one occasion. When Jesus responds to Satan after the third temptation, he says, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Okay, if we gotta if we gotta put this in plain language, it it really means reverence for God and action. Okay? Let Jesus activate you today to have a real reverence for God, a worship for God, and action. Serving the Lord. We were created to live in relationship with God and to serve God, to serve the Lord. Let the Holy Spirit call you to a a serving of the Lord in your life. Glory to God. Why is this so important? Why is this so important? Well, number one, Jesus said it. Amen? Okay? Jesus said it, and he said it in a way to bring clarity and understanding. Why is it the answer to this? It's vital because it puts everything into perspective. Suddenly, the world makes sense when I understand that God is calling me to a reverential relationship with Him and action and serving the Lord with all my life. Nothing will make sense outside of that word from the Lord Jesus Christ. In bringing that into perspective, away with you, Satan, he says, you will worship no one but the Lord your God and him you will serve. Okay? That, in that context, life makes sense. It makes sense. Why am I here? Why was I created? Why am I in in the circumstances that I am in right now at this moment? in the Lord's house, with the Lord's people, in the Lord's presence. It all makes sense. It brings life into perspective. Glory to God. Worship shares the same space as life itself. And I want you to kind of grab that deeper meaning, okay? Worship of God and no other and serving him and the life he gives us They are within the same boundary. They occupy the same space. If we had to put a big word on it, it would be coextensive. That's what it means. It's it's in the same parameters. The worship of God and serving him and and life itself. 
my very breath given to me by God is in the same space. It's in the same room. Everybody with me this morning? Glory to God. It's my life with the Lord. And worship is all inclusive in that space. Glory to His name. Glory to His name. In the book of Acts, it incorporates all the acts of worship, our life with the Lord. What does it look like to worship the Lord my God with all of my heart and all of my strength and to serve Him all of my days? What does it look like? You can see it in the book of Acts. You can see it in every moment where the apostles are teaching about worship. They're teaching about prayer. They're teaching so that there's not spiritual error in the life, okay? There's prayer. There's teaching. There's praise. There's giving. And I don't mean just giving money in the offering at church. It means serving the Lord. (laughs) Giving of my time and my talents to the Lord and to the Lord's purposes and to the Lord's plans. Um, I wanted this this service, this communion service this morning to be about worship. And I'm so grateful for our awesome worship people and music people just helping us to enter in to worship. But listen to me very carefully. It's really important that worship is about worshiping God. Okay? In in my Christian experience, I, I have seen worship and the worship music suddenly turn it into it's all about me and I need to have this experience of God blessing me at this moment in a very spiritually unhealthy way. It's really important that we understand the context of worship is worshiping God for who he is, for who he is. That's why I worship him and not just because the notes are wonderful and beautifully sung. As nice as that is, and as much as I enjoy that, the worship is about worshiping God. And we have to have this because Jesus said it. I worship God and no other, and only Him I serve. I serve Him with my life. This is, this is real pure worship that we need to Um, We need to walk in by faith as we come to the understanding of that, that worship and the life that we live with God, it's all in the same boundary. It's all in the same room. It's all in the same place is the worship of God and and walking with him in such a way that, you know, it's really easy. It's really easy because of the culture that we're exposed to day in, day out. It's so easy to get our spiritual life turned around so that it's me-focused, okay? And I I want you to just beware of that. Beware of that as you walk with the Lord. That walking with the Lord is the Lord-focused, okay? Wonderful illustration that Dave and Laurel and all the kids brought to us this morning. What's eternal and what's not, okay? The Lord is our focus and in all things and him we serve we serve pray about that pray about that in your own life right now how how am i serving the lord how am i serving him and the lord 
is all-inclusive. The body of Jesus Christ is the church. We serve the Lord in serving the Lord's people. Amen? In serving the Lord's people. In serving the community that we live in and, and a million other different ways. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hear the words of Jesus this morning from Matthew chapter 4 in that horrible temptation that, that he endured when the enemy came and said, I'll give you it all. I'll give you all of this and the glory of all these cities. Jesus says, away with you. He renounces that lie instantly and brings truth. You shall worship the Lord your God. Let's just read that. Look at that verse again. Verse 10 says, away with you, Satan. You shall worship the Lord your God and him only you shall serve. You shall serve. 